Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the IT Coffee Break. I'm Anastasia Lesiva, your host. Today, we have two very special guests with us, experts who have been at the forefront of Salesforce ecosystem at EPAM for quite some time. Please join me in welcoming Ala Lenskaya and Mati Krull, the Salesforce practice leaders at EPAM. Hi, colleagues. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Hi, Nasta. We are good. Thank you. Perfect. It's so good that you found a free slot for this chat in your extremely busy calendars. And before we get to the Salesforce talk, I have a super quick this or that game for you. Are okay. you ready? Yeah, Go sure. Ahead. Okay, very nice indeed. So, Allah, the first one is a classic. Tea or coffee? Tea, definitely. Uh, Mate, hot dog or bratwurst? Hot dog. Allah, sustainable living or high-tech gadget? A second option. Custom objects or custom fields? Custom objects. Okay, and Allah, the last one. Data visualization in Salesforce, uh, reports or dashboards? Dashboards. Dashboards. Or both. Or both. Or both. <laughs> or both. Yeah. <laughs> also, very good option. And with that, we are moving to some savvy tech questions. So, Ala, first, congratulations on winning the Salesforce Partner Award 2023. That's really an incredible achievement. And can you start by telling us what this recognition means for EPAM and its Salesforce practice and the whole team? Yes, EPAM has won this uh, Salesforce uh, Partner Award uh, this year. And it's really a significant achievement for us. And first of all, because it confirms and shows our focus on strong commitment, on learning and development of communities, on building it and development of communities. And this is why award was giving us for impact in impact category, uh, which really acknowledges our role, first of all, and our influence on making a positive difference in our in uh, communities together with partnership uh, with Salesforce. That really um, demonstrates our serious uh, focus on this area and our great influence on communities. That's truly remarkable, Alan. Thank you so much for sharing that and congratulations once again. And for listeners who might not be that familiar, could you briefly explain what the Salesforce practice is? And why is that important in today's tech landscape? Uh, okay, well, practice in general, it's um, kind of a key pillar uh, for building our organizations and IPAM in general. Practice is that type of units, organizational type, which collects people not by location principle, but by technological. So by organizing our IPAM on practice principle, we collect people across the whole world into practice by technological principle. In our case, it's Salesforce. And when we are talking about specifically about Salesforce, we have um, people across almost 40 countries. And that really brings a huge value for these people 
to share knowledge, to start learning together, to share our principles and approaches across the whole organization and not focus only on one country. So how huge is this community of Salesforce people right now? Currently in IBAM, our Salesforce community is close to 2,000 people. Talking about the today of the Salesforce practice, can you share some insights into what's currently going on. I'm sure our listeners are eager to hear more about exciting projects that are happening right now. Absolutely. Uh, So first of all, I would like to highlight that our primary focus is on end-to-end projects when we cover all phases like starting from discovery, scope definition, and up to uh, post-life support. Also, Our main focus currently is not only on end-to-end projects, but also develop uh, great solutions for customers in uh, specific industrial areas like uh, healthcare, like finance, like manufacturing. So we see a lot of demand from specific customers in specific areas which are demanding not only technological knowledge but also uh, business aspect that will be transferred into technologies and, and of course uh, we need to highlight also cutting edge technologies like machine learning like ai engines that are really top one of discussion right now so from epam side we're also diving a lot into these uh, areas as well uh Mate, do you want to add any here. Okay, so in addition to, to, to ALA, I have to mention that we work for uh, the most recognizable brands in the world, really large companies, the brands you can, you know, see commercials of in, in TV, in the internet and so on, the brands you are using products and, and stuff like that. So that's really amazing for our developers and our consultants. ALA. I think you mentioned one of the most popular topics right now, AI and machine learning. Can't but ask here, colleagues, what role does artificial intelligence play in enhancing Salesforce capabilities and how can it benefit business? To my mind, artificial intelligence or AI, let's let's make it simpler, really taking the world by storm right now. What we are seeing is uh, it's in all areas and of course Salesforce is not exception here. And um, from what we see is AI is really key point on elevating uh, Salesforce capabilities and enabling all businesses to top into deeper insights and automation. For example, a Dreamforce event was not really a proof of such processes where all uh, all demos, all showcases, or almost all talks were related to AI topic. Of course, from our side, we are also diving into this area and we are developing a range of uh, different accelerators and proof of concepts with seamless um, connection between Salesforce and uh, AI engines. But still, to me, it looks like we are like scratching the surface. Uh, In the future, to my mind, uh, AI will occupy the same role in our life, like, for example, World or Excel right now. So it will be really like a day-to-day helper for everybody in our life, including Salesforce, of course. A lot of questions I have here. Hold that thought for me. I just quickly jump to Matei and would ask you here. I love this, you know, metaphor. Ella use AI as a storm. How do you feel? Is it a good or a nasty storm? It is a good storm, definitely, and it is something what will enable 
uh, our people and uh, in terms of you know uh, implementation of custom solution for customers it will definitely enhance uh, uh, these capabilities in my opinion and yeah um the future is bright definitely and i can't wait for it yeah can't wait for new modules related to ai on top of salesforce platform it sounds like a lot is happening in the salesforce world right now and now matthias let's talk about the platform itself and how it has evolved over the time. So what are some of the most significant changes or innovations you witnessed during your time in Salesforce? And as far as I remember, it's quite a long time, 10 years plus, right? Yep, yep. So yeah, it will take me some time describing that. But first of all, I would like to mention that from 2012, so that was the year I entered the Salesforce ecosystem, I was actually a witness of a really, really, really massive grow. And uh, back then, in 2012, the Salesforce platform for me as a Salesforce developer wasn't major at all back then. Yeah. So basically, there were many gaps in terms of functionality. You had to do a lot of walkarounds in order to implement certain business processes and so on. You had to think about platform limitations rather than, in fact, implementation of, of modern and scalable solutions and stuff like that. Also, when it comes to the community, it was relatively small and you could uh, felt lost. And I was actually lost to some level. Fortunately, uh, back then when I was a developer, we were closely working with Salesforce and we had this access to their internal uh, documentation and, and people who worked in Salesforce. So it helped us to some level. From that time, however, I would say that uh, Salesforce kept evolving and, uh, and actually This was and still is their standard to have these three releases yearly. So actually, year after year, they have been introducing new functionality, new modules, new approaches when it comes to their customers. And they also invested a lot in marketing, in their branding, in community, also in events like, for example, Dreamforce or Salesforce DX and all the others. And that's, in my opinion, gave great results. But going back to your question about the most significant changes and innovation. So from that period, first of all, Sales Cloud and Service Cloud and the other native, I would say, modules became major. So they have added tons of new features, tons of new functionality and so on. Then when it comes to backend language, which is Apex, uh, it became major as well, in my opinion. Uh, then clouds, so specific Salesforce modules, like for example, Marketing Cloud, uh, Revenue Cloud and so on, these got fully integrated with Salesforce platform. On the front-end side, you know, from the developer perspective, they first of all introduced a lightning experience and to some level it was a new way of interaction with their users. And then after that, they firstly introduced Aura, Aura framework, which wasn't perfect. However, they replaced it with much better framework, lightning web components, which we have right now. And yeah, acquisitions, because that's the key also for, for Salesforce in order to progress. So through these acquisitions and I would say complex engineering uh, transformations, uh, they introduced new clouds. And I'm talking about clouds like Revenue Cloud, Analytics, uh, Commerce, IoT, and uh, many, many others. And uh, still talking about acquisitions, I have to mention about some other key ones. And in my opinion, these are like MuleSoft, which in fact uh, 
helped Salesforce uh, integrating their platform with other large platforms and data sources. And by that, I mean, for example, SAP, then Velocity, one of the recent ones. And by that acquisition, uh, Salesforce uh, gained a lot of horsepower when it comes to these specialized solutions for industries. And, and by that, I mean, for example, Telco. Then Tableau acquisition, which in my opinion is a big thing, was a big thing, and that's enhanced platform with that data visualization and uh, data analytics capabilities. And for example, Slack, uh, which we all know well. Uh, then besides that, I believe through all of these years, Salesforce did a lot, of, a lot for the community. And by that, I mean, first of all, Trailheads which was something really big and which is the great platform right now for learning. So whenever you are new, new to Salesforce, you might get onto the platform, uh, look for the right path you are interested in and study, like step-by-step -step study. Then they also rebuild their certifications programs. And thanks to that, you've got right now tons of certifications available. Then what I actually mentioned, uh, these events, so they introduced Dreamforce, they also introduced Salesforce DX, Salesforce Days, and many, many others. And then actually to finish that, that topic, I would say that what I actually said on that conversation, that the future is bright for me. And so within the last years, they introduced firstly Einstein, and then this year, Einstein pilot, and they are looking for, you know, introducing new AI stuff. And that will definitely improve and increase AI capabilities of the platform. And that's providing the right direction for the following years. So, yeah, that's it. Wow, that's a great overview, you know, and figures never lie. Three releases yearly, it's yeah. like huge. And so you just mentioned so much was really happening and changing. And yeah, I do feel your passion and I do feel where you see the future that bright. That's, that was for sure amazing, uh, amazing story through all of these years, amazing journey. And yeah, the platform is great right now. Could you provide some insights? What opportunities are available for e-bombers who specialize in Salesforce? And other mentorship programs or anything like that sure. available? So, yeah, I believe that in IPAM, we've got very large number of trainings and certification programs uh, available for our people. And that's super cool. And first of all, in terms of that, in terms of these, these, these options, we've got our great learn.epam.com platform. And uh, in my eyes, this is to some level a treasury of knowledge where you can find a lot of great courses, you can find a lot of great materials and so on. And it's not only about Salesforce. Salesforce is only a small part of that. But in general, on top of that pla platform, you can learn, for example, about IT as a whole. And, and by example, I mean stakeholder management, methodolo methodologies, delivery processes and stuff like that. But besides that, when it comes to Salesforce, you can learn, for example, the revenue and step by step go deeply uh, into that particular module and learn how to play with it on a uh, real life uh, project. The Learn platform is not only for e-commerce, but some of these courses are, you know, uh, freely accessible by people outside of EPAM. So they can learn new stuff, they can learn uh, about uh, IT related topics, and then, you know, 
after hopefully joining us, they can dig deeper, dig deeper and uh, learn even more. So yeah, that's a great opportunity for for people in general in IT business. Uh, do you want to mention anything else here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In terms of the other opportunities and other options when it comes to learning. So definitely our mentoring programs and these mentoring programs are dedicated for developers, for consultants who have different background, not necessarily Salesforce. But if people have, for example, Salesforce uh, background, they might learn, you know, and, and work together with mentors through these specialized trainings. And we have a number of them currently. And for example, Revenue Cloud, which, which was recently introduced, we've got a number of uh, mentors available to walk through these trainings with mentees. And that's super great. Then besides that, Conga-related training, but there are others available, like for marketing cloud, service cloud, testing in Salesforce, or even data migration. That's what I would name as a second option when it comes to trainings. Then I have to mention as a next option, uh, our knowledge-based platform. On top of that platform, you can find a lot of great materials. You can learn about best practices. You can find uh, document templates. You can find scripts, accelerators in general, which will help you get up to speed quickly. Yeah, definitely they will help you, you know, working on uh, real projects. Then uh, besides that, uh, I have to mention about We Are Community platform. And on top of that, you can find and read a lot of materials or hear pod podcasts about nuances. You can uh, uh, read articles and you can be even a speaker or, or write an article and share with the other community members. And that's really amazing. Then besides that, I have to mention about events. As EPAMER, you might be given a chance to participate uh, in events like Dreamforce, like Salesforce DX or Salesforce Days, where you can learn a lot about a Salesforce platform and, and, and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you can also be a speaker. And on the last Dreamforce, we had two speakers sharing their knowledge with Salesforce community. Then certifications programs, because that was the part of your question. So these programs are uh, pretty advanced as well in EPAM, and we are big supporters of uh, certification. And we've got that policy of giving free vouchers to our people. But besides these vouchers, as EPAMer, you are receiving also the full support. So there are tons of materials uh, supporting you in preparation, you know, uh, for, for these tests in order to get the, get the certs. The last thing I have to mention on that matter. So no matter how sophisticated and advanced options, which I mentioned, we, we would have, the most important thing for me personally is that we've got interesting projects. And by these interesting projects, if you only have that can-do attitude and you are open to new technology and open to learning, you will definitely have a chance, you know, to learn a lot. And that was exactly my example when I actually started as a pure Salesforce developer. But through all of these years uh, in the past, I had a chance uh, being a Heroku developer, working on both front and uh, backend side, playing with different clouds and so on. And that's really amazing. So, so yeah, that's the, I would say, the biggest uh, thing in that whole piece of trainings and certifications. That's fantastic. 
as mentioned, you have a very strong community of developers and administrators. I think Mathieu had given us a great overview of we are community of, of different events of what's happening. But you mentioned new generation of e-commerce who are interested in Salesforce. Maybe you have some kind of... Um, career advice uh, for someone who is looking to start a career or excel in the Salesforce ecosystem? Yeah, absolutely. So first of all, I would like to start from these who would like to start their career in Salesforce ecosystem. And for those, I would say that first of all, they have to understand what background and preferences they have. If, for example, you already have some development experience and you love to code, then I would suggest going into developer path. Then if you cannot code and you are not so much interested in coding, however, you are open, you know, to a new platform and you are open to some technicalities and, and stuff like that, then you might be interested, for example, starting as an admin. Then if you've got some, for example, marketing background, it is what worth for you to explore marketing cloud consultant capabilities and, and what Salesforce might offer to you. Then same thing, if you've got a background as a BA, then you might go BA path and so on and so on. So you've got many options on top of that platform in that Salesforce ecosystem, I would say. Then how to start? So first of all, I would recommend starting from Trailheads. It's a great source of knowledge. And right now, extremely advanced platform Whereas you can like learn step by step, go from very beginning and to pretty much advanced concepts. And they not only have like, I would say, particular courses for one topic, they also, they call it trail mixes, which is the mix of courses in order for you to become professional or to some level advanced within the certain, I would say, career path. Then besides that, once you have some knowledge of, of Salesforce, I would suggest practice that's the most important. Try to cope with uh, sample exercises and so on. And you might even use AI for that. For example, in ChatGTP, you might write some uh, test scenario for you. And you might say to, to ChatGPT, hey, let's imagine you are um, a customer and you are looking for Salesforce solution. You might provide some requirements and so on. And then basically ChatGTP will, will provide you some tasks to execute. So there are tons of options right now but yeah practice is really important thing and then besides that it's definitely worth finding a mentor so either one of your colleagues might be interested who is already in Salesforce ecosystem and if you are not able to find one then the good advice is to join uh, internship or academies uh, which are focused on Salesforce and in EPAM uh, we have number of these available and thanks to that uh, we have number of people who entered Salesforce ecosystem and achieved the success, you know, through the years of hard work. Uh, but yeah, for them, it's absolutely a great journey. So that's about uh, people who want to start. Then going to the second group, right? People who would like to excel in Salesforce ecosystem. So for me, the most important thing is to have that can do and uh, open attitude to learn new stuff. I think you have set very clear career paths for different levels of seniority. Let's put it like that. But I really value what you said, that background and interests are the core, right? So you yeah. can grow, but you should 
find your passion. So additionally, uh, what I would like maybe to add, uh, what Matthew just mentioned is, uh, to my mind, extremely important to keep updated or up to date uh, in all Salesforce areas or where you are specialized. Really extremely important to keep your certifications updated. And that's why we really invest a lot into our certification program that was already mentioned earlier. But in terms of your growth, it's kind of a universal and objective proof that you are really like great specialist and you are proven not only by the fact that you just read some documents or read some updates, but it's proven fact by Salesforce that you are true uh, specialist in Salesforce technologies. So that's also a key aspect just for all Salesforce experts in in our community or uh, beside that. So basically, let's summarize it up. It's um, a multi-skilled professional with up-to-date certificates who is very passionate about one or several area of Salesforce. And really, how much time does it take to build a career in Salesforce? I would say if you would like to maintain your your knowledge, you are obligated to maintain your certifications. And and by that, at least once a year, you have to pass, I would say, these maintenance uh, exams in order in order to, to keep your certs. That's the first thing. But besides that, you should spend some time and invest in yourself by learning, for example, these release notes to understand what's going on in Salesforce. Besides that, you should learn what was introduced during Dreamforce because that's really important for you. New opportunities, yeah, it gives you a lot of new opportunities and insights of what might happen next. Yeah, but when it comes to how long it takes people to build their career in Salesforce, that's the tricky question. I mean, for sure, after even a few weeks of playing with Salesforce trailheads, you will observe the progress. After a few weeks, you might be ready to jump on the real project and work on real requirements and give the value. Then through the next years, you might specialize in certain Salesforce modules. So your career will be evolving through all of these years. And we've got people who are more than 10 years right now in Salesforce ecosystem. And through all of these years, they are still learning new modules, new integrations. Salesforce keeps evolving every year. And through all of these acquisitions as well, they are introducing new modules almost every year. So there is always something, you know, to learn. I completely agree with uh, with what Machi mentioned. And overall, I don't think it's a secret that people who are in IT, the biggest challenge for this area is that you never stop learning. It doesn't matter. Either you're just starting or you are super expert. It's really hard to stay a super expert if you are not learning, right? So more and more areas appear, more and more demand, some aspects and nuances are coming from customers. So we are the company who is built on constant learning process and we are continuing uh, continuing being like this. That's exactly the flows that we are following and um, that's exactly a secret of our success with our customers, with our projects, with our delivery. Wise words indeed. Never stop learning and be prepared to explore new areas. Sounds like it. Thank you so much for sharing your insights 
and concrete examples. It's been an absolute pleasure having you both on our IT coffee break. And uh, as we are rounding our conversation, uh, I would ask you here, how many cups of tea a la do you drink throughout a normal working day? And what about Mate? Do you drink coffee or tea? Yeah, coffee, coffee. How um, many cups? Well, that's that tricky one because just recently, like about what, four to five daily. So quite a lot. Ala? Okay, um, I actually drink tea a lot. So in during the day, I think it's like after five, six, seven big cups. But that's really what helps me <laughs> to be in a great state and uh, full of energy. So I'm really a fan of tea. Be awakened and full of energy, right? Exactly. <laughs> full of exactly. Do you have anything you would like to share with our listeners? I will emphasize be open and have that, that can-do attitude. That's the most important. Uh, and maybe from my side, just like what, what helps me to be successful in life, just consider any options or any task or any uh, challenge as an opportunity. And it doesn't matter either it's in Salesforce or just um, in other topics or areas that such attitude really helps me to make a, ch a challenge happen and be successful in it. Uh, once again, I want to extend a big thank you to our fantastic co-hosts for sharing their wisdom with us today. And thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. Until next time, and stay open, stay curious, and learn. Thanks, thank everyone. Bye-bye.